Welcome to the podcast. I'm designer Dave Say. And I am photographer and movie critic Sid Caesar. <laughs> movie critics. We've been talking about movies, continuing from the last podcast <laughs> that we're talking about. We've got a few people in the chat room. A big shout out to Eric Vaughn, like a, a friend of mine who's an interactive developer, game designer who makes escape room games of very high quality. Mm-hmm. And also Kenta Koga, another friend of Kenta ours Koga, who Kenta is uh, very discerning. I would say. He's one of our most discerning friends. He seems to have a cultured opinion on just about everything that matters to us. Oh. Movies, barbecue, <laughs> um, how to make it, how to fold a dumpling correctly, how finely to mince, mince garlic. Uh, this, this, it is untapped reservoirs of knowledge in Kenakoka's head that we have yet to... We had him on the show, didn't we? Did we? I think we did. We need ago. to get him on the show again. Yeah, it might be time to do He's got update. How, he's got like update. how many kids now? Five? He's like 12. 12, 20, 12 I don't know. He had to build like, like a whole new little shed out in the back That's just to right. stuff them all into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who, you just got it's a, a baby new, making just machine. said in the chat room, he's got a new Weber, Weber 22 kettle. Is that a so, grill? Uh, I think so. Weber is a. a well, you need a, to invite us over then for ribs and stuff. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see how, see how to do them correctly. 2018 is the summer of summer charcoal. Doesn't that sound great? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, this is another glorious podcast. We are streaming this live on YouTube right now, which mm-hmm. you'll be able to catch up later on and watch archives of this. Yes. Do you like how when I do the, the links, it pops right in right when the that's show pretty, that's pretty cool. show yeah. starts? I was like wondering how you wrote the show notes like so early, and then because I hadn't processed the podcast, I was like, duh, you watched the, <laughs> I watched just the video the <laughs> just to see what was going on with that. So um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm still learning how to do this. So. I like that. <laughs> I like doing this. I like that we've got a little bit of a yeah know, everything is set up right. let's, let's, yeah just for a variation like so we'll get let's we'll continue the movie discussion uh, a little bit but while you're doing while you're talking about it let's see what the movie your were. camera over here uh i was gonna just yank it out um there's a couple things he wanted to oh, talk yeah, about. Oh, yeah. Did you see that Boyle's going to direct the next James Bond That's movie? what I was saying. Like, Danny, didn't they, what did, what else is, I know I've heard the name before. What? But is this like a documentary what? maker or something like oh that? Oh, my God. Oh, or, my God. He's like one of my favorite directors. I know, but I can't, I've never, don't think I've Train seen Spotting? Never saw it. Slumdog Millionaire. Did see it. Uh, uh, was that 127 Days? He did the first, he did didn't 28 Days it. Later. Oh, did he do The handheld, days? yeah, the digital handheld, the, the first movie. That was the zombie one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the runny, the runny guys. And okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Shallow Grave. He made one of the best movies. All the, one of the, my favorite movies of all time. Shallow, Shallow Grave, Grave. It was his first movie. It was the first movie that Ewan McGregor was in. That was the movie when you saw Ewan McGregor and you're like, he is going to be a movie star. That movie is awesome. The sets, really? yeah. It was, so, it's, so you what is your so Danny Boyle and James Bond? What do you think is going to what's that going to be like? I don't know, but is, I think this movie's different. I think yeah. Really? Yeah, he's pretty... Is he he's, an alter? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's not like as... Uh, uh, just, I forgot the person I was going to say. No, he's he's really good, though. Yeah, I think yeah. he could, you know... Like, I liked The Last Two by Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes is the guy that did American Beauty, which is a really... I think is a really well-made those movie. movie. Those be- movies are beautifully shot. They're shot, composed. but there's no... There's, there's no, no soul no, to them. No, no. And you, especially that last... The last one that, that you could... Yeah. Like, what's his name? Martin... Uh, not Martin Campbell. Uh, the actor there... Uh, the little pug dog. What's his name? The pug the guy dog. that plays James. He looks like a little pug dog. The guy that plays James Bond. Anyways, you could tell he checked out in that movie. The like guy, he, Daniel Craig. Yeah, looks like a pug dog. He looks like a little pug dog. Yeah, he looks like a little bruiser. Like he's just. Oh, he looks like a bruiser. Oh, yeah. you mean like a? Uh, okay. He just looks like a little dog. Not a, pu- a bulldog. Yeah, like a little like. bulldog. Yeah, pug dogs are those <laughs> little ridiculous small. Fluffy. Well, that too. He's like you know three and a half feet tall. So yeah, he's married to like uh, Rachel Weisz though. Is he? Yeah. 
Oh, cool. I didn't know that. I just found out that the guy that plays Jim in the office is married to Emily Blunt. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, but what about Jim and Pam? Well, I'm, that's a TV show. I know, you but know. in like in but your this mind, is Emily it was, Blunt, though. I mean, she right, had so that's that whole, acceptable. Yeah. All right, because she was in uh, what was she in? Yeah, the Adjustment Bureau. Didn't see it. No, she. There's every once in a while. There's these movies where like, the, like the. Uh, what was that John Cusack movie? Gross Point Blank. Mm-hmm. Mini Driver was in that movie, and she just played such a lovable, like, yeah. perfect girlfriend kind of character. And mm-hmm. Emily Blunt in The Adjustment Bureau was the same thing. She's just like... Oh, it's a, it's a sci-fi movie, right? It's like it's a... Sort of? It's a... Yeah, it was kind of... It was uh, from a sci-fi it. short story, and then they kind of fleshed it out, and it was the stupid right. thing with hats and stuff like that, but... Oh, um, if it was hats, that's, that's awesome. Right. But she was just... Oh, she was, like, perfect in that movie. She was perfect in that movie. Really? Everything. And then she went on to, and then she was in, um, what was that other movie? The uh, Elysium there, the one that by the guy that did, um, didn't see it. District eight. Look at that. What's going on with this? It's oh, this is a free roaming F 2.8. Yeah. Depth of fieldy kind of stuff. Um, so, where oh, were we? Oh, so focus Danny though. Boyle. Yeah, no, he, I think, I think he'll do a good job. Like he makes really good, really good movies, but shallow grave is fantastic. Uh-huh. It was his first film. Um, the premise was really simple. It was three flatmates and they're looking for a fourth flatmate and this guy shows up and it turned and he rents the flat and he doesn't really have any communication with him. And then they find him dead in his bedroom Hmm. with a briefcase full of money. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, what do we do with all this money? Do we keep it or whatever? And it's just, it's awesome. It's such a good movie, like low budget, but the sets are great and the colors are great. And, uh, so that's yeah so I, i'm kind of excited to see what he's gonna do with that yeah i'm also kind of like do you think do you think that they should give um idris elba do you think they should make him bond that's an interesting idea you know you just elba's cool like i can't think of anybody else that's out there right now who would make i do know that ray fines yeah. wanted to be bond yeah but then they no. made him uh, M, M, right? M, M or Q or what? M. M. He's, he's the replacement. M. Yeah, yeah. You don't like Ray Fiennes? I don't think like him as Bond. No, no. He sh- I guess he's too old now. Uh, he's always also too fine boned. I think <laughs> he's too fine. <laughs> too fine boned. That's that's why it doesn't look like he'd take a punch to the face. You know? Yeah, that's true. You know, Daniel Craig so definitely could take a punch to the face. He's the kind of person like he would like if his, if if he was like a sword fighter, he would have like a long skinny little blade, and he go, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you know. But he went like you know, Daniel Craig looks is like I'm just screw this guy. He's just gonna just gonna punch you directly in the face. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he, he and he's going to enjoy it. That's what I like about Daniel Craig is he totally yeah. looks like a little thug. Yeah, yeah. Puncher, a thug puncher, thug puncher. That'd be a good game. Coming soon to Xbox Live, thug puncher. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad that he's going to do the next movie. I'm totally. glad that Sam Mendes isn't going to do the next mm-hmm. movie. So Kenta Koga in the chat says, "Had to IMDb what Danny Boyle did. Sunshine. Oh, Sunshine is really good. Yeah." I love that. Event Horizon all over again. No, what's, it's not. Sci-fi. It's what's what's, what's, what's great. the Event Horizon? <sighs> Everybody's just dumping on Danny Boyle, man. I think you're gonna fight him. You're gonna fight him. But uh, yeah, and then we were yeah. So I don't even remember where we left off at the last podcast. We were talking about comic movies in right, Marvel right. Universe, and then how it's really fascinating to watch how together the Marvel universe is yeah. and how not together the DC universe is. It's just a giant mm-hmm. mess. 
Um, I read something about the nature of the characters in the DC universes versus the Marvel universe had something to do with the ability to make relatable stories. Yeah. But yeah, Stan Lee always wanted to make... Like, Peter Parker was a high school kid in school. Mm-hmm. Plus, he was a superhero, you know? Like, mm-hmm. or the X-Men were, you know, like, people hate mutants. Yeah, so there was, like, there was yeah. always kind of, like, a some sort of internal struggle that yeah. all the characters has. Where yeah, the DC universe, it's, like, DC Superman, like, has Superman. abilities. And then yeah, someone never, so has... That's true. Yeah, yeah. So how do you how do you make something that's, you know, like, a compelling story that's not... You're making something out of whole cloth. Right, right. Right. Um, I'm, I just, I just, yeah, it's just so fascinating. And then it's just, you know, like I remember at one point they kept dragging their heels on making a Wonder Woman movie. And it was right mm-hmm. before the first Guardians movie came out. And people yeah. were like, look, they just made a movie with a raccoon and a talking tree. <laughs> and it's going to do really good. And you yeah. guys can't even figure out how to make a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. And, um, and it's, I think there's something to be said when like the Wonder Woman movie is the only good movie. Yeah. It is okay. I liked it. It was okay up until the last act, and then, again, it turned into just a stupid CG, stupid thing. Well, that's because I think the last scene of the movie was really more of a symbolic thing. So the movie, it's... The, the, what? So, so some criticism I've heard about the last scene in Wonder Woman is that it's just like... Spoilers. It's, it's, it's not as epic a battle as like some of the previous ones. And it's kind of one-dimensional feeling. This is weird. But I think the reason why it was one day mentioned, it's, 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 it seems to be literally shot like a 2D scroller. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So there's like, so there's one, one yeah. person's on the That's left, right. the other person's yeah. on the right. And right? she's up on top of the, the Yeah, the and they're just nesting. literally kind of pushing into each other. Yeah. And, but I think it was because, you know, like, I guess this is a spoiler, because it wasn't so much the nature of the battle itself that was supposed to be impressive part. It was her accepting and coming into fully accepting mm. the wonder woman role yeah. so in that sense i saw it as a symbolic thing the fight itself didn't matter it was it was a pretty dull fight it was yeah it, yeah. it was not she, she had she, that was the moment where you saw her forming her philosophy okay yeah interesting yeah, yeah it was it was it was okay i like the, the world war ii premise she's mm-hmm. ridiculously cute like she's just every time she made like these cute little faces on screen it was just like oh but i don't know like I haven't seen Justice League. I have no interest in seeing the Justice League movie. Do, yeah. I got, I picked up Batman versus Superman for Christmas because it was literally like $2. <laughs> and I was like, just throw it in the stocking and eventually we'll get to it. But we should, like, this should be, we should totally do like a MST style screening of that. And then I, we still haven't seen the second Independence Day movie, which I picked up. Oh, is that good? I don't know. I haven't watched it. I'm like, it can't be it any did, good. It, I didn't even remember because it came out. Eric Vaughn is back from picking up his son, I <laughs> We are live. Kenta Koga says that just when you think you're going into a sci-fi movie, it turns it's it, that's, Yeah, Sunshine was really good for the first three acts, and then the last act totally turns into a monster movie, which kind of uh, came out of nowhere. Um, but was, that was a really well. That was I thought Sarah really likes that movie a lot, up until the monster part, uh, which they start turning into It's it. like that Rodriguez Tarantino movie. What was it? The... Um, <laughs> which one it's it's the one in which it starts off one way and then it ends with this weird uh, what was the movie that's till dawn yeah i think that's the it. vampire one the yeah. vampire bar in the beginning movie. it's it's kind of an exp- <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an exploration of character and then that's just people running away right. trying not to get killed right like, exactly. yeah okay yeah. which part the father's did- driving with his kids and he's yeah. like he used to be a preacher and he's lost his right. faith yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden you got dudes that have guns coming up from their crotches <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, a, it's like and it's kind of wonderful to see because he says like these guys are really good friends to do a movie that's like, with my so favorite. i'll do this part and then and you do this part and it'll be great yes 
and then it's fine. Head bobber uh, George Clooney. I saw so. Uh, Letterman has a new series on Netflix. Yes. Uh, and one of his guests was George Clooney. Yep. And I watched that one because I do, I've grown into a George Clooney fan, not early work. Because, and we've talked about this. Yep. He used to do this thing with his head. He would bob his head around. Yep. yep. And <clears throat> in this interview with Letterman, he, they talk about that. And he said, he, and they said, he goes, do you know where that stopped? And he was like, no. And he goes, <laughs> Steven Spielberg, stop that. And he goes, what do you mean? And he goes, he came up to me and he said, you'd be such a good actor if you would just stop with that head thing. He goes, yeah. only he didn't say that like that. He came up to me and he went, you know, you'd be a really good actor if you'd stop it with that. <laughs> <laughs> right. okay. But he did. Yep. And yeah. he became a much better actor for it. Did he used to do that on ER a lot? Clooney? He did. Yeah. All that early stuff. He would always, he'd always like bring his head down and then was, he would bring was, his, it was just so That was his cute thing. That was his thing. He, he yeah. it was some little shtick that he got stuck into. Oh dear, oh dear, but, oh dear. Um, but he's he's actually a really good actor nowadays. Mm, mm. So I haven't seen and really. I guess I don't see that many movies to begin with. I yeah, kind of be dragged into seeing them. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I think partly it's because I feel that like I, I'm behind on so much on so much work that I could be doing that I don't right. feel that I can right. take the time to go and see these. Things. Digesting pop culture is a full time job. It is. Sure. Oh my! There's so many movies. <laughs> <laughs> and like and like you know half of them I don't. Not I'm sure I'm gonna like, yeah, and you know, so yeah, Sarah anyway. just saw they live for the first time. Mm. We've been on a little bit of a John Carpenter kick. Oh, really? And, How did uh, she like it? She didn't like it as much as, um, well, one of her favorite movies is Big Trouble in Little China. That's an excellent movie. She loves that movie. She's a fantastic movie. That movie, it's one of my favorites. So, we had watched, we watched They Live before that. And mm. she was like, the only thing, the only, like, I think she liked the whole Obey thing and she liked that whole, it took forever. I don't, I remember watching it a long time ago and it's been a long time since I've seen it. And I forgot like the whole first like 40 right. minutes is like him just like hanging out in that little like homeless camp across yeah. the street. It was like, when is the stuff? Um, but she noticed that in They Live, there's not a lot of character development with anybody. Mm-hmm. Whereas opposed to Big Trouble, like everybody from the get-go has, like there's a character yeah. behind them, like the guy mm. that drives the tour bus and everything. And yeah. Egg. Egg Chen. <laughs> uh-huh. and, uh, and so we just, the Blu-ray just came in. So oh, we had really? it, yeah, it's nice, and, it's nice and HD and clean. Nice, nice. And, um, and we got into that because I've been picking up the uh, John Carpenter, um, the soundtracks that have been coming out. Huh. Doesn't he compose his own music? Yeah. So he's always, he's always made his own music because he's too cheap to hire a, an actual <laughs> okay. composer. Right. Um, but the, so his son and his stepson or something, no, his son and his grand, his something, I don't know, something about his son, they formed a band and they've been releasing albums. Uh-huh. Um, and like the, the first two albums that were coming out were unreleased things that he's like composed and never released. And then the one that I really like is it's an anthology of all his movie music, like movie hmm. themes. Yeah. Um, and they start from like. 70 something up until like 89 or something like that so it's got yeah. a lot of all you know um and it's really great because it's not the actual score it's not the actual music that's from the things it's him with this band re- recreating the music <laughs> but so it still like, sounds it's, very it's similar like the john carpenter symphonic suite yeah it's, it's really good it's like, really you know, good i just OST. picked up i just picked up the anthology i've got on cd but i just picked it up on vinyl so i could play it at the studio and oh stuff. right right um and so that sort of started this whole like, you know, let's let's take another look at John Carpenter and revisit a lot of you know, like Halloween, which Sarah really likes. Mm. Um Interesting. And yeah. She's really funny. Like this stuff that she she that she ends up liking a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. She's very she's fascinating. She's uh-huh. fascinating. Part of the mystery. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But uh yeah, getting back to the Marvel DC, like just ugh. Yeah. DC. So 
final word on Marvel's DC movie culture stuff. I don't even bored know. of superhero movies. I'm exhausted. Is not bored. I'm just so tired. Tired, exhausted, exhausted. I am kind of tired and exhausted of games. It's just something I never thought I would, I would say. Wow. You know, I think I've been feeling it for a long time, but now it's, you know I might be done with them. Yeah, like, you say that. Every I say that, but you know, I, yeah, I no. still like I still like to to look at the games. Yeah, but and I like to play them and see if they're interesting or not. I mean, I just built built a new PC, which is hovering up behind us. You see it? Oh, is that the, the blue one? Yeah, that's glowing With over the there. the glowy lights? Yeah. Terrible time to build a new PC, but I did. Did you, now, didn't you say you did something to, you were putting the card in or something and something happened? Yeah, like I, it was, uh, it was running at too high a temperature. Okay. And like the card's kind of old. It's, a, it's an old R9-290. And uh, these, these were known for sucking down a lot of power and getting really hot. And so I was reading online. So it's like people replace the uh, the coolers on their GPUs to make them run better. Yeah. So I, th- I tried doing it with mine, and uh, it's ran like thirty degrees cooler, which is incredible. Mm. But then it stopped working because I think the the there's these <laughs> thermal pads on there that were not part of the grease they replaced. Okay. Um, and I don't think after I pulled it apart, I don't think they made contact anymore with some of the chips. So oh. they fried themselves. Oh. Although I'm not sure because it, it started comes back intermittently. Mm-hmm. So it could be I could get new thermal pads, replace them, and then I could still have that card and put it in, okay. like, in the secondary PC. Yeah, but you know this this card is fifteen percent faster than the old one. So okay. you know, so it, it, I paid more for it now than it should have cost like you know eight months ago. But this all this cryptocurrency stuff that's right, going on all with the the Bitcoin stuff. and Ethereum. Um, they've been just buying up every single That's graphics crazy. card because they're really, really good at doing the calculations that go into getting rewarded with these crypto oh. coins. So, like everything's like like two hundred, three hundred percent more expensive. Jeez. Stop so it! A Stop card that, that cost that card in there should have cost maybe two hundred eighty in a regular market, and like most places are selling it for about six hundred. Um, I got it for four fifty, wow. which is like, which is actually only twenty or thirty dollars more than MSRP. But things, are, everything is over MSRP. Right, right, right. That's crazy. Um, suggested retail price. So, and all you uh, want to do is just play Titanfall two at hundred frames per second. I mean, that's yeah, it looks great. Well, I'll, <laughs> show, like, I'll have to show, show it to, it to you like after, like sometime right after we're done with recording stuff. A very but, good know, game. We should talk about stuff that we're doing though, because we've mm, talked about that's like, true. We spent like well, actually, I can do a, an easy forty five an easy of, roll. So, okay. um, I did a cover session for the hippo a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. Okay. And, uh, I've got to photograph some local cosplayers. Um, right. Let me pull up your Instagram so and uh, look at things at the same time. Yeah. So he's going to dig that up. So that was, so that's like this. So, and that was kind of cool. So they, they came to the studio and it turns out, I didn't know until they actually got here. Um, there were three, there were, how many was there two? It was, how many, there was five people. Um, but one of the ladies, that came is the manager of um, the uh, Double Midnight. I couldn't think of the name. Double Midnight Comics up in Manchester, mm-hmm. and then one of the other, the another of the guys that came. He was like a, a longtime employee of Double Midnight, um, and so I thought that was pretty cool. So they had um, they were doing a cover story for it was something about like people that like to cosplay, but at the same time like do charity events and stuff to raise a little money and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I knew I wanted to get into the studio. One, because that's totally my wheelhouse, yep. you know, comics and cosplay and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then also, um, it, I, I want to get, I want to do more cosplay photography. Yeah, yeah. 
but it's been really hard for me to sort of get break into this thing. Yeah, so it's kind of a trust thing, right? It is. It's extremely a trust thing. And in, in the past, I've tried a few different times, and because they don't know who I am, um, they're very fast to sort of circle their wagons. Be- right, right. And I think it's a lot of. I think it's. I think it's a lot of because of the, a lot of the female cosplayers. Some of the costumes have a tendency to be a little more revealing or risque. Yep. yep. And I totally get it. Like I totally mm-hmm. get. I don't want to be some creepy dude. That's. Um, so I figured, well, if I can get these people to the studio, the minute they walk in this studio, they're going to know that, like, you are one I am one of them. I am mm-hmm. safe, and I'm to- and that was what happened. Like, they walked in, and they were like, holy shit. Like, there was just stuff everywhere. <laughs> right. um, and it was really good. So we did the session, and then um, we had a guy from the hippo that was sort of, like, an art director. But when he left... Um, Four out of the five people stayed around for almost like another three hours, and we were just talking about comics oh, and yeah, all kinds yeah. of crazy, crazy nice. stuff. So that was really cool. Um, and I'm trying to keep in touch with them, and and I want to make sure that I include them and in, in more shoots and stuff to you know like help networks and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so that was really good. That was that was really fun, and it was you know it was kind of controlled. They just wanted me to shoot these people on white because it was going to be for a cover session. Right, right. Um, yeah, and you you can see the stuff that we brought up. And I think they look they look really good. And the, yeah, the yeah. guy playing Captain America turns out he's like a wedding photographer that's based out of like Southern Massachusetts and everything. Oh, um, so you know, not only can we talk about comics and stuff, but we can also talk about photography. Nice. Um, and I thought they looked they looked good for you know just real simple clean stuff that would go yep, on a cover. Yep. And then at the very end, I was like, you know, can you let me put my Wolverine claws on and get one, <laughs> one shot? <laughs> can with, I, can with, I be a cosplayer too? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. uh, and uh, so there's Fat Wolverine with, with the rest yeah. of the, the dudes. Um, but it was a good session. It was really nice. It was good to just hang out and talk uh-huh. comics and all kinds of That's crazy fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So was, have you um, been able to keep in touch with them? Have yeah, they I've seen been, the work and they're happy with it? Yeah, them? they've seen it. Um, I still owe them some images. I just haven't had a chance to get some stuff over to them. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, and they all they all seem like they want to you know work with me again and stuff. Fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. So it was it was fun. It was good stuff. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked that. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's just Very been cool. the last three or four weeks have been really busy. The the yeah. big client down in Boston, the place that I did last year with Jeff Borkowski. All right, right. That was Thursday. Oh wow. Um, so we went down and did that. It was wasn't as much as last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a it was a full day and it was but it was good. Good, we get to see some of the same people. And, Excellent. Yeah, happy to see you. Yes, hey, very happy. Yeah, there's it's one that guy. There's one lady, man. She's so awesome. She just she oh. came running in. She didn't even have to have a picture this year, and she yeah. came running in. And then she she saw some of the names of people that we hadn't sh- photographed yet, and she, she wrote them all down. She's like, I'm gonna go find them for you, and I'll yeah. bring them back in here. I love her, Dwayne George. I absolutely love you. You're fantastic. Awesome. Um, so that was good. And then just uh, just other s- stuff. I worked with a, a group of. A band. Oh, I did the the stuff for the um, Red River too. Oh, right, right. Like, that yeah, up. they have an Oscar that? party. They have an Oscar party every year where they stream the the live Oscar awards on their big screens, mm-hmm. and then they combine it with a membership drive kind of thing. Huh. Um, and I had done it in the past a few times. Like, I go up. They get the, the awesome part is like so. There's an Oscar. I did what we were just event Oscar photos. Yeah, and I can't remember the guy's name, but the person that won the the actual oscar in 1982 for best adapted screenplay for on golden pond uh-huh. lets the theater borrow his actual oscar yeah. every year oh, that's cool. for the event yeah. um so so we just did a little quick session where i just they had picked up a 
like a gold background and stuff and then we set up a little table and it was just quick shots of you you know somebody hanging out with the oscar and a couple shots and everything like that mm-hmm. and it looks and like I, everybody dresses up too yeah us. and everybody kind of dresses like they were going to an oscar party and stuff and they in red river up in concord they do a whole thing like when they when you come in there's a whole red carpet and there's concord community television and they're interviewing you, you as you come in and they're asking yeah. you who made your clothes you know like just like they do in the real oscar party stuff oh, you know, really? they ask, yeah and then they had um they did it in conjunction with a restaurant that was right uh-huh. there so they had like this 15 piece like jazz band wow. and there was dancing and huh. it was really awesome and that then they cool. would you'd go into the theaters and you'd watch the stuff and then during the commercials they would do trivia and you would get prizes right. from local uh, organizations and everything that's neat um so and i missed i just missed last year usually i've, I've done it a couple of years in a row and then last year uh, the executive director that i had been working with left mm-hmm. and the new one came in and i think just information got misplaced about who did what and everything like that uh-huh. and so they brought somebody else in and i remember I remember the, it was, I don't want to get into that, but there was, there was some negative feedback about whoever they had last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to make sure I didn't sort of fall into that same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. It was, it was really great to see everybody. And I, I see usually it's, you know, a lot of the same people and stuff and they, you know, and then that was a session I did with a, a nine piece band that I had shot yeah. a couple of years ago. We're looking at a, a picture from on uh says Instagram. This will be in the show notes so you can see it. Yes. Red river. I, <sighs> I love I love Red River. I love Red River. Mm. Um, well, they, they they were the ones that let me do the whole puppet thing, right? Yes. yes. So I am I am indebted to them forever. <laughs> do, they, do they have a picture of that up in the theater someplace? They or? do. In one of the larger theaters, there's the New Hampshire Magazine article that has a big picture of Sarah and I sitting in the Aww. theater seats with the two puppets. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's permanently outside one of the theaters and stuff. That's the theater nice. that we did it in. Oh, um, excellent. Yeah. And they, oh, is there more than one theater now? Um, no, there's just, no, there's, there's only, I think there's only in the area, there's only two independent. There's Red River and Concord, and then there's the Wilton Town Hall Theater. Oh, okay. In Wilton. Um, so they, but they totally kicked butt. They totally kicked butt. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we've just been busy with shoots, and then I've been, um, we've been, Sarah and I have been getting ready for flea markets starting up again. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I just saw that you were you had written a blog post about writing blog posts to see if you could oh, still right. get into writing blog posts. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of what did I do the past. It's been like what three weeks since the last, the last podcast. One? What have I been doing for the last three weeks? Well, for two of those last weeks, like oh, was, my cousin had come to visit. Right? Was that before or after this? He came after we did the last batch. Right. So because uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance okay, okay, to okay. see him. So th- that's right. Yeah. So um, my oh, cousin, Ben, uh, we came up here for a technical summit. So I'm working on this uh, learning sciences, or actually it's more of an educational um, prototype for doing something called network analysis. Mm-hmm. Of, and so this is for something called the digital humanities. And so <laughs> apparently, like, you know, since I've been in school, the, like people are using computers to, to do humanities research. Um, and that is like you're going back through historical records or like l- essentially linking people and places and conversations to kind of reconstruct history. You can kind of oh. think of it like this. So okay. in this particular one, the NetCrate project, which is out of uh, Illinois, um, they want to create a tool which allows you to enter a bunch of data in and then find the connections between things and then be able to graph it out using this interactive thing. So Ben was up here, so we were, because I'm putting together the, the architecture for this web app. Mm-hmm. And this technical summit is a good way to just kind of talk, be utterly focused on making this thing. And then yep. also have an excuse to buy a lot of food and eat it. 
Because <laughs> Ben's Ben likes food and stuff. So we we made pulled pork <laughs> and we did all those things. But uh, right after that, I got sick. Oh, he, no. he, he had brought like a cold with him from California, oh. and I thought it was, I had gone by it, but it was like I got sick for a week after that and didn't do anything, and I was sick for the week after that, oh. and then that brings us to I think this week, you know, or yeah, was the week before, sick. and I was it was still sick, but <laughs> um, but I decided that um, getting back to the blog post thing says so, you know I haven't you know, been like writing very much so let me let me just start it up again and I think this came out of doing the Groundhog Day resolutions review on March third. Okay. That's, that's when I do my, my yearly reviews. I call them Groundhog Day resolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember why I started this, but it was a, a part of the overall outreach. Like, one interesting thing is that instead of being like a maker of stationary products, which is kind of what my alternative career was ending up being, yep. like with the uh, Discord chat room, it's, yep. it's sort of, I, I'm rediscovering that I enjoy being a host. Yeah, you know, so like remember, I don't remember if I used to talk about like having a bed and breakfast, mm-hmm. and having a facility that had all these things, and all yep. the nurses could come in, and we would have, uh, you know, we they would like do their own thing, but we would all eat at, at all this great yep. food at the time, and yep. collab- So that's kind of where my heart is pulled toward. Huh. And so, an interesting connection was like the blogging that I'm doing, the Discord chat room, the live streaming, and like the podcasts. Those are all about connecting to people. But we'll talk about it in the next segment. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm Desire Dave Say. And I'm photographer Sid Caesar. And uh, that's the podcast. Yes, for- that's the podcast for this week. Uh, we will see you next week. For those of us watching us on our live stream as we record these, stick around. We're going to do another one. Michael Pilar. Wait, let me start over. Music <laughs> music provided by Michael Pilar. Visit him at michaelpilar.com. Send me love. What else we got to talk about? We got one more. I guess we'll find Have a good week. Bye. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs>